0: hello and welcome back to season three of the beatdown bandits podcast i am colin and uh episode one i got that one down so um welcome to 2022 so um i did talk about this a lot last year was how i want to try to do uh more episodes this year um, did, did really good the first year in season one, uh, 2020, probably because I was home a little bit more, um, but uh, last year was a little bit more of a challenge, uh, took on a lot more stuff with work and uh, other stressors, so um, this year I'm hoping to uh, get back and uh, attack this a little harder, so um, uh, I do have big plans for season three, I want to do some more interviews and stuff, so uh hopefully those pan out and work well um I had previously started kind of working on some uh some stuff that had kind of fallen through uh as far as interviews go but i'm I'm hoping to kind of get back on to that um and uh, yeah hopefully hopefully have some kind of more exciting stuff and and other guests on so it's not just me talking uh is the plus. Um, normally like with, with like, uh, Matt, like it's, it's really hard to find times for those because, uh, we only have a couple nights a week to that. We actually kind of sit down and play video games together and we don't want to sit there and have to record a podcast all the time. So, um, that's why we haven't really seen Matt too much recently, um, is, is because of that. So I've been recording a lot of these during like lunch breaks or, uh, right now I'm on vacation from work. So I'm recording this, you know, kind of early morning hours. So just kind of getting that taken care of now. Um, so anyway, let's, let's just kind of jump into this. So t- so today's topic is uh, uh, something that's kind of near and dear to, to me, again, is Apex Legends. So um, the, the, the point, though, of today's is uh, kind of giving tips and tricks, which normally I do like once a season. I normally do like a YouTube video on kind of like updated tips and tricks or whatever and sometimes i i kind of make it goofy like i did one uh last season for like tips for idiots or something like that um and uh, of course like some people took it serious although some of it was serious but a lot of it is just kind of goofy stuff pardon me i think this is my wife's cup what does it say it's hard to read backwards good day for a for a vacay there we go so good good day for a vacay which i am on a vacay <clears throat> or in this case a stay k right um so but again this one is a little bit more serious um <clears throat> and uh I, i've been at least at this split currently We're only like a week into the split but uh i'm trying to play a little bit more ranked and um normally i play very little ranked because i do a lot of other like stupid little videos and challenges and stuff which i always do in pubs um so this year or this, excuse me, this split, I want to do a little bit more on the ranked stuff. So, um, so that's kind of in the, <laughs> kind of in the, in the fire right now. So, um, and, and obviously everybody has the same complaints. Like I see it all over like uh, YouTube and um, uh discord channels that i'm in and um uh all over twitter and all that all that stuff just everybody kind of complaining about their randoms like oh i have the worst randoms i have the worst randoms and um i mean it's very common for everybody right like we all have what we consider to be really bad randoms that we happen to get um i get these you know level 25 randoms and uh the champion squad is all master players. It's like, well, I'm in silver, how is this a thing? Right. Like, um, you know, that's <laughs> that's a that's a big concern. So I've been kind of already frustrated and I'm I'm like silver three at the start of this, right? So um I I am already a little frustrated, like I was able like yesterday to play just a handful of games where I'm like, no, I like I'm just barely getting uh points here. And then like the very next game, uh, my teammates do something ridiculous and I, and I lose points. It's like, I, I, I don't want to deal with this. So, um, more or less, this is a, a video of me venting about tips, right? So, uh, number one, the thing that I feel like is happening in majority of games, and this is really not an exaggeration. The literal majority of games, people are giving up positioning. They're giving up um they're giving up high ground uh making very poor rotations they're giving up positioning to either like chase a kill or half the time i don't even know what um but it's, it's amazing that this still has to be said in in anything in video games uh is don't give up high ground um even if it's to, to chase a kill uh i had literally yesterday two games uh, where we very easily could have win one, excuse me, we very easily could have won uh, if a random didn't give up our high ground. Um, and then what happens with that? Like uh, in, w- in one game, I was playing with my friend Matt, and our random gave up high ground. Uh, we were on a, on one of the towers. The ring was kind of ending towards Overlook. We had gotten there before everybody else. We we took the the best positioning. We got in that tower by Overlook. The last three teams. So there's four teams total with us. Three teams were kind of battling it out, and uh, the the Gibraltar that we had with us it was our random. Very easily could have just kept kind of bubbling us as people would, like, try to throw grenades or shoot at us or whatever. Um, very easily could have just kept bubbling, and we would have been perfectly fine. Uh, but said he got a, a knock on one person, jumped down, and instantly died because all teams could see us. They saw somebody jump down and he got hit by like five different people. Um, and of course, I'm sure he'd probably be screaming at us that it's completely our fault for not jumping down and dying with him. Um, you know, but that, that's a very prime example. Like there's no point in chasing one kill. Um, that's, you know, that, that costed a lot of points where we very easily could have been first or second and said, we got fourth you know, because the guy, I I think we ended up as, as third, maybe anyway, just because Matt and I held the, (laughs) held the ground for another like minute and a half before we like the ring had closed enough where we physically had to jump down. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember was second or third, but it, it cost us. Right. Um, had another one where I was playing with a pathfinder and an octane. We had high ground on like the, uh, the ice wall kind of overlooking, um, from, uh, uh, epicenter, kind of looking down onto the city. We had that whole high ground by ourselves, final three teams. The other two teams were fighting. There were no knocks. Well, our Octane had like hit somebody and knocked somebody with a sentinel and, and jumped down. As soon as he jumped down, the Pathfinder jumped down. They both get knocked, and I'm up there on the high ground by myself. Nobody else was knocked at that point because they had knocked the one guy. Well, they were able to get him up, and, and it's, you know, it's just it's frustrating. Like we very easily could have let that. That, that battle play out between the other two teams and let them get down to one or two people left and then pushed. But instead, we got to, we got to deal with six people because he basically put us in a position right, to, right in between two teams. So again, positioning, don't give up high ground. I mean, I could literally make this video every single day and unfortunately people will continue to do it. Um, so spread the word to other people, share this video, tell other people, whatever, that people need to stop giving up high ground. Okay. It, it's very important. Um, <laughs> and learning how to rotate. Um, I, I prefer to play like Valk in, uh, in, in ranked, um, just because of the simple fact of rotations. So I'm not afraid also if I, my teammates get downed, uh, they both get downed. I'm not going to go in there. One V three, uh, and, and lose that fight and cost us points. I will Valk ult out of there. So, uh, I can always come back and grab a banner if I need to, or hopefully both. Um, but you know, rotations and quick movement are really important to get out of there. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. All right. Number two, um, sorry, I have my, my notes over here. So I'm going to look over here as I like peek at my notes, (laughs) uh, is healing during fights. Um, I see a lot of people doing that, is, uh, is just not healing, especially when there's a break, like, you know, we crack somebody's shields Well, they're going to kind of pull back and heal. You should be kind of doing the same. Um, if you can get your, you know, your heels off or whatever, say they have to pop a Phoenix kit or a battery and all you need to pop is one cell Well, you've got that advantage where you could, you could push in there. Um, but finding any little sliver of area to heal, uh, I think is very important, I mean, I've done that a ton of times. It feels so good to like, okay, I got I got craft, I gotta pop a Papa Phoenix or I gotta pop a Papa battery. And you're popping that battery, right? And like this right before it you you pop that battery completely, an enemy comes, starts shooting at you, and you start taking damage, but then you pop a battery. So they just did all this damage to you, but now you're full health again. Like that that's really that's really awesome. It feels really good. And it's like now, now now it's on, right? So Um, learning to heal during fights, taking that, uh, taking that cover, you know, but being mindful and having that game sense of where people are, you know, there's no, no point in popping a a battery or a shield cell or whatever, uh, when somebody can literally see you or, you know, they're right beside you. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm virtually deaf and I can hear these things of like people coming around the corners. Like, you know, you got to stop, you got to stop, you got to stop healing because somebody is coming to get you. Right. So. Uh, just know that, but he, people need to heal more, uh, during fights. I feel like people do not heal enough. Um, <clears throat> uh, fight res, heal loot. Uh, so like that, that's a, that's a, uh, a priority I put on a battle is fighting, then resing, then healing, then loot. So if I fight, right. And I, I, uh, I, I knock a team, or our, we we uh, we squad wipe a team, right? But then I've got a, a teammate down. I think it's most important to go get them up before a third party comes, right? So getting them up to where they're good. If you can hear nobody, if you can hear somebody coming, you got to be prepared to fight again. Pop a pop a But if you're you know you're not around anybody or you don't hear anything, getting your teammates up, even if they're like a super low health by the time you res them, having a third teammate uh is going to be pretty dang vital for a third party to come in right so fight off first fight the people that are coming um and that that goes twofold so fighting per first is um basically meaning like don't res in the middle of a fight if you can't um uh i know there's there's plenty of people out there who <clears throat> um who are just maybe just afraid to fight like they're not comfortable trying to fight one on one or a 1v2 um, I mean, I'm going to lose nine times out of 10 on a one V two, but I will lose 100% of the time. If I just sat there and tried to res somebody while two people are getting ready to shoot at or sh- in the middle of shooting at me, I- I'm going to lose that 100% of the time, but I might 10% of the time beat them one V two. So, uh, it's worth trying to fight. Um, I had a, I had a game, you know, another perfect example. I had a game yesterday, um, where, uh, in a, in a ranked game, I was Watson and, uh, my, my teammate that I was playing with was Valk. And, uh, the other person, I think it was a bloodhound got knocked and rang and, and left with an abandoned abandoned penalty penalty because they disconnected. But, uh, <clears throat> so we were fighting half of the game with just, uh, with just two people and the Valk was very timid. Um, and we kind of got down to like maybe five teams left and we had, you know, really bad positioning. And unfortunately, like she never used her Valk ultimate that entire game. That's a whole nother thing that I'll get into. But um, she she kind of was able to like go and hide in a corner as Watson, that was really difficult for me to kind of rotate and get to her. Anyway, we get there and I suspect of where we were, there was a, a, uh, like a, a train cart of where we were kind of hiding that I suspected that somebody might be actually in there ratting. Um, because I couldn't account for all the teams. So I kind of go over there and find a a Valk that was actually ratting. So uh, I, you know, she ends up knocking me because she knows I'm coming. Uh, So she knocks me, but I cracked her and probably got her down to maybe 15, 20 health. So she was a good, you know, one or two shots is all that's needed. So I I have my mic on and I, I let my Valk know who was pretty dang close to say hey this this valk over here is, is probably one or two shots like just come over here and shoot that's all you got to do and so i'm backing up to her but of course my valk is like pinging like for me to come back so she can res and i'm like oh this is this is suicide because i can hear the valk like popping a phoenix or a battery i'm like well she's going to be fully held fully healed by the time i get back there so i get back to my valk the other mm-hmm. valk is already healed the valk starts resing me and we both die uh, so yeah, it's so important to fight, then res, heal, and then loot. So <clears throat> that's, uh, so, so we got through those first two steps, right? So heal and then loot. A lot of people I find, um, <clears throat> that if they do res, sometimes they will loot and then res. Uh, the problem is, is like now the other person may not have the heals. You have all the heals, uh, and now you got that drama going on. Um, so get your teammates up and then heal and then loot. Um, I, have I've wiped teams before, or whatever, like our team does. And then I've like my two teammates, two minutes later have still not healed. Like we've gone through all this stuff and, uh, or like a third party comes super late. It's like, you had time to pop eight Phoenix kits and you haven't done that yet. And, uh, you know, so now, you know, they're, they're fighting with, with half health, um so heal and then loot i know everybody wants the world's best loot but um you know that that's a tip that's kind of been you know beaten down there's there's some people who are just never going to be good looters um and that's just the way it's going to be um but you know that tip has been (laughs) beaten like a dead horse right so um you know people just love to loot and uh are are just going to be slow about those things but heal first and then grab whatever loot you need please um use your abilities so as i talked about with that valk i feel like valk is maybe the worst legend when it comes to using the abilities because i think people are so used to just her her passive being able to fly that they don't use everything else uh they don't use the little missile swarm very often and honestly i i almost forget about it a lot because i'm so used to her like her ability is to fly right so you get so used to that now i use her ultimate all the time i love her ultimate i think it's amazing uh it's a really tough late ring um but honestly as long as it's not pro leagues i feel like valk's ultimate is is one of the best um especially the ability to scan enemies and finding like oh there's a solo right here let's land on them and, and get this person so um use the abilities right Um, And so for all you Valks out there, remember, you have three abilities, um, but I feel like any time that I don't get a pick Valk in ranked, um, here recently I've been playing, I've mixed between Valk and and Watson. Uh, I feel like if the random is going to be Valk, we're just never going to use that ultimate ability, Um, where I will use it like a bare minimum of of two to three times. So... um, yeah, so just use your abilities. Know you have them, know what they are, and uh, know, know how to use those, actually. Uh, there's videos on every single legend out there. If you're going to play ranked and don't really know what you're doing, watch some videos, you know, but use those abilities. They're so useful. Um, all right, so I got to i got to say this. I added this in here. Like I said, it's been beated, beaten like a, a dead horse, but ov- overlooting, right? Um, really, all you need to fight is one gun, a little bit of ammo for that gun and maybe a little bit of heals, right? Like that's all you need to, to kill somebody in this game Um, and to survive and, and have somebody else come. Um, So that's like the bare minimum of, of really what you need. Um, You know, having a a blue stabilizer over a gray one or or none at all is not going to be the difference of you winning or losing a game. Um, You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, big deal for some people. Um, and I, am going to talk about this too, is, uh, loot management. Um, I don't really know what I want to say with it, but, um, but loot management, uh, kind of goes along with this. Uh, some people are very bad about loot management, but I think over looting is the biggest problem. Um, is like, you got to have your backpack maxed out to be perfect the way you want it every time. And I, I don't think that's necessary. So many people, um, you know, like think about the amount of games that you've played where you, let's say you have a blue, even like a, a smaller, a smaller uh, bag, you have a blue bag, right? So it's not gigantic, but it's enough for that. Think of how many times you've ran out of stuff with that blue bag in games. It's probably very minimal, right? If you manage your loop, even remotely decent, you're not going to need everything. You're not going to need all of that. You're not going to go through all of your heels. You're, you're really just not you know, most games, some games, yes, but most games you are really not going to. So keep that in your mind when you're looting that I don't really need to worry about finding, you know, I have a, I have a gray stock. I don't need to worry about, you know, making that a priority to find. Some people do that. Like don't want to, don't want to find or pick a fight until they have like at least a blue on everything. Like that drives me nuts. Like the only thing like half the times, like half of my wins, Probably the only attachment I ever worry about grabbing is a mag. Like an extended mag is really the only thing you really need. I don't notice the difference enough uh, to worry about it. So worry about the extended mags first and then move on with the rest of your day. Um, so, okay. Re- related to this with, with overlooting is when your teammates do start getting into a fight, stop looting. That, that is a sign for you to stop looting. Uh, there are tons of audio cues and visual cues where you can tell that your team is fighting, um, that you no longer need to loot, regardless of what you have. Um, if you have a double Mozambique with uh, eight rounds and that's it, that is enough for you to go and help your team <laughs> go, go and fight, <clears throat> uh, regardless of what you just landed and your teammates fighting, grab the first gun you see and go. That that is enough for you to go win uh, a fight. Um, so stop looting and go the second your teams are, are fighting. Um, if you're landing with uh, with other teams, um, grab as little as necessary and and go. You know to that. If you can grab the loot the fastest, the other teams nine times out of ten I find are going to be a lot more loot hungry than you, where you can very easily surprise somebody that's still staring at the ground trying to find the perfect attachment. Um, so that's a very easy way to get kills is if you land near somebody or in a building next to somebody is grab the first gun and then go right to them. Um, cause they're not going to be ready for that. So grab as little as necessary and then go. Um, the guns are pretty well balanced. So that's a whole nother thing is even if you do grab, uh, uh say a, a Mozambique or a P twenty the odds are that the other person that you're going to be near is still going to have white armor anyway. So that's going to be balanced enough for you to be able to win that fight. Um, So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, All guns are perfect for the first fight. Um, And related to that as well, um, as far as, as far as landing, I know like this is a lot of people's like biggest pet peeve in apex is not breaking away from the jump master and landing in the same building. Um, I agree. Now, I, I, I think that's not my biggest pet peeve. I don't care if somebody lands with me. Um, just make sure you don't grab the first two guns you see. Grab one and leave the other. Um, making sure your teammate not being so selfish that I need two guns before you get any. Um, leaving half of the loot or grabbing or just leaving that floor, going to a different floor. You know that's, that's perfectly fine. The only time that that really should happen, though, is if you know you're somewhat contested. That another team landed in the buildings next to us. So we need to stick a little bit closer together. Um, I do appreciate the people that do break off from the Jump Master, but going three, four buildings away is, is pretty dangerous. Um, I, notice, I, I notice this the, the most obvious is in Skyhook, I feel um like as, as far as like ranked this season or the split is uh is skyhook is probably the worst location to land and get split now i love landing skyhook right now it's probably my favorite place to land uh because i feel like there's just there's tons of loot it is a big area so if there's three or four teams that land there you can actually be safe you can pick a fight if you need to or you can rotate and get out if you're not comfortable taking those fights um so i feel like it's to me, it's a great area to land, but what I've what I've noticed a lot here recently is uh, it's really easy for the teams to get really split. So if somebody happens to hear, okay, there's a, there's a team in the building next to me, that becomes a problem for everybody to kind of get together and rotate um, properly away from that um, that mess. So um, so again, I, I feel like it's best um, <laughs> at the beginning to handhold. Uh, if you're contested, if you're not contested at all, then, then split up, but get, be, be prepared to get together pretty fast. Um, try to stay a building or two away in Skyhook. Um, but that goes for pretty much every location is you got to be close enough where you can get to your teammates in, in 15 seconds. Right. So you should be pretty fast when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, but when you're contested, I, I don't care if somebody lands right on me, it's a little annoying um, but I would rather have a second teammate there holding my hand, and we both have at least one gun, uh, than me being by myself taking on a full team. So uh, keep that in mind when your 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 pet peeve is people not breaking away. Um, uh, and and jumping back a little bit with the, with the loot is something I don't see a lot of people do is uh, is crafting. Um, so what was this number eight? Yeah, uh, so uh, crafting. Um, people need to to craft more Um, especially if like you're you're like way on the outside of the ring or whatever Um, like I said we land like uh, like a skyhook area or a survey camp and we kind of rotate into like epicenter and stuff like that Um, or for in skyhook we we come through like landslide and stuff like that but um, in that area like in in survey camp it's very rarely contested Um, and there's the majority of the time there is a crafter there. And if it's not there, it's, it's an epicenter. Um, or if we land in Skyhook, there's always one there in Skyhook. Um, so we can typically craft there. Um, and if you, so if you're only able to find a white armor, guess what? You can craft a blue um, with, with one thing crafting. It's like 50 crafting materials and it gets you up to that blue. So um, that's really big. It's also a really good way to get like a purple mag. There's usually like a purple mag or a purple backpack in there. Um, you know, one of the one of the two most most of the time. So um, you know, keep that in mind. Um, craft if you need to, but don't sit there and craft for like an hour. Um, but get those things. It does make uh, it does make things a lot easier if you can get those. Um number nine. Actually, you know what? Let us let's, let's let's skip number nine. We're gonna we're gonna switch these up. So we're gonna call this one number nine. I'm, I'm just gonna reverse this order. Number nine is uh, loot management right so we've already talked about looting and overlooting. um is is now is like loot uh, uh actual loot management um little suggestion that um this was years ago this was probably back at like season three uh time like i i was watching a guy who no longer is is on twitch but he used to he used to stream all the time was fairly was fairly big um, but he kind of disappeared. I think went to like started going to like taking college classes and moved on to something else, but was a pretty good guy and a pretty decent player. But he always talked about like he he would always try to win games with no backpack, and uh he would do it pretty much on the regular. I mean, he was decent, he wasn't amazing, um, but he was a decent player. Um, you know, he was kind of more of like a diamond to master type of a player. He was never gonna be like a pred or anything like that. Um, but uh I I think with um I think with that skill, he he learned how to fight and how to like just deal with third parties so much better. Um, plus he was doing a lot of I mean, this was like first like original uh World's Edge, and he was still playing a lot of Kings Canyon back then too. So um so being able to deal with third parties um, and not having to worry about loot was, you know, became like his advantage. Like he didn't have to sit there at a death box and loot for two minutes. He was in a death box for two seconds. And uh, so I think that was really, like really good for him. And uh, so I always, I always liked that advice. Like I always thought that was really good of, uh, you know, trying to deal with, deal with the game with the smallest backpack possible. Um You know, and and I mentioned this earlier was how many uh, how many games have you won or gotten to like, say, the end game or the final two or three teams where loot is like a problem? Um, Most of the time, it's really not like I have enough heals to survive. I might I might be down to like one bat, one med kit, one or two syringes, a, a, a cell or two, something like that, and maybe not a whole lot of ammo for my like one gun right but probably my second gun i still have enough loot or enough ammo for right like so it can become like an issue but most of the time it's really not um so uh, you know always keep that in mind when you are looting that you don't always have to have like the perfect amount um and try to limit yourself to you know to the the correct amount of things right like you never want to have to me some people prefer to have like four med kits to me like i think two med kits you know i kind of go by those rules two med kits uh four syringes eight cells and however many bats you can carry if if you know four is probably good if you get in a lot of fights you're probably going to want more like six um but for me uh four bats is fine eight cells is fine Um, if you get a gold armor drop your bats to your teammates and try to try to carry like 16 um, cells right, like those are so much more important, and you can probably get rid of some med kits and, and carry a couple extra syringes because those are a little bit easier to manage, right? So you know, I always make those recommendations to so people. You know, limit your stuff to that, um, especially if you like uh, if you like shotguns. And that makes that makes uh, inventory management so much easier, right? You only need like one stack of, of shotgun stuff, and then you can run around with 300 ammo. But you know, the people who run around with 300 400 rounds you know think of how many games you've actually went through all of that right it's probably probably not many so you know keep keep that in mind try to loot less and try to try to keep us a, a slot or two empty um in your bag right like so you can have nades and you can kind of pick those things up try to run with like one less stack of ammo and don't worry about picking up so much type of stuff so um you know uh Like I said, I I think in general, just speeding up that loop process uh, is so much more effective for people. It lets you get in fights a little bit more often. It prepares you for fights a little bit more often. Uh, And it makes you overall better, I think. Um, It keeps you near your team. Um, So finally, last thing is uh, overextending or not extending at all. Um, That's something I've become... Uh, a little bit more aware of all myself. Every single person is guilty of this. Um, I do it. My teammates do it. My randoms do it. Everybody, everybody does this, but I've become a lot more aware of it. So uh, I, I try to, I try to tell my like teammates. So normally I I pray with my buddy, Matt. And uh, so I I try to coach him a little bit as we go along or try to be like that IGL of our team of like, we're going to rotate this way. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And uh, so I kind of like I want, for lack of a better term, kind of boss them around up, do this, do that, go here, come here. And, uh, um, but I've I've noticed like when I cost games or he cost games, it's usually one of us overextending is usually like the cause of it. Um, and if we're not overextending, the opposite is, is not extending enough. So let's say two are pushing and one is just left way behind. That can also cost a game because that person's going to get um, Uh, back behind themselves and you know get get attacked by a team and they're they're solo by themselves or they're not going to be up fast enough you know the the other two people are fighting 2v3 and that their person's coming along way too you know like they're just way way behind um so that's a that's a whole nother concern and a whole nother problem um, is just trying to to get up there get up there fast enough um, but overextending um, I think is a is a bigger factor of uh, of just pushing up a little too far and it's um, kind of giving up cover a little bit to oh I'm, I'm able to get these guys really good I can light up this guy really really good and it opens you up to all sorts of worlds of hurt from other teams their teammates um, and all sorts of stuff so um i've noticed it quite a bit so just just be aware of when you're doing that uh you're pushing just a little bit too hard or you get a knock and you're pushing but you're pushing you notice you're pushing by yourself and your teammates are not you know you've now unfortunately overextended a little bit because now you're going to be fighting 1v2 while your teammates should probably be coming with you but they're not so now you've almost kind of screwed yourself by accidentally overextending so Um, so just be aware of that, uh, hand, hand handholding is so much more effective, um, in, in this game fighting, you know, and having three people shoot, uh, one person is so much better than, than trying to take on, uh, three people by yourself. Um, so do your best to handhold, do your best to stay with your team. Um, like I said, like, uh, normally, like if I play trios or I'm playing ranked, um, I usually play with just one friend and, and, uh, he's a little bit slower. He's a, he's a slower looter and drags behind a little bit. He's not super fast. And, uh, and then we'll play with the random. So I try to end up like in half of the time, I feel like the random is just going off and doing their own thing and they're out a whole nother POI. So I try to play like in the middle (laughs) in between the two. And then, of course, the random ends up getting you know shot at. I am having to go to the random and uh, uh, help out, get a knock or two. And then Matt is not extended enough because he's so far back. And now the knocks that we got—say we got one person, we we got two two knocks, and the other one is is down to like one health. But Matt's not extended enough, uh, so uh, that person's able to heal and get the, a person up or two. And then Matt comes in and is fighting one V two, one V three again. So um, those are the type of things that unfortunately like happen to everybody, right? Like it's, it's not just like uh, scenarios with Matt and I, this is everybody. So I think it's so important to handhold. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should stop. Maybe somebody can tell me that. Maybe I should stop trying to split the difference between a fast teammate and a slow teammate and playing in the middle. Maybe I should stick with one or the other, and just the person who's behind is just is just screwed or the person who's in front is just screwed i i don't know i don't as far as that goes i don't know what's the best thing to do i try to be the the, the best team player i can and play in the middle uh, and uh if if everybody's not sticking together if the random goes off and does their own thing um so you know maybe that you know that's where i i need my own tips like i i don't i, I feel like me playing in the middle is the smartest thing but i don't think we've you know been able to win battles that way with like a phased a phased fight approach it just doesn't work okay so that that is it for me that was uh that was 10 tips on um basically just i think trying to be a better teammate and a better player in apex for uh, for season 11 um at this split um i mean this goes for pubs a little bit but it's more a little bit more geared towards rank so Um, you know keep that in mind people play differently in pubs than ranks sometimes (laughs) not all the times but people should play a little bit differently we'll say that um so again uh that is it but uh, thank you very much everybody for watching and uh hope you uh have a great holiday and a great new year and uh we will see you soon thanks for watching bye